0: Hey guys, welcome to the Seven Figure Box Podcast. My name is Andrew Frezza, and today we're gonna to be talking about our start to finish hiring process. And there's a universal saying in business that I wanted to kick off this episode with, which is hire slow and fire fast. And in theory, all businesses wanna follow this methodology of hiring slow and firing fast. And in the past, m- we flipped that to hire fast and fire slow. And I think there's most new gyms do that as well is that we flip this equation and we're very quick to hire and bring people on board, but we're very slow to fire an underperforming team member and someone that can be a huge detriment to our team and our long-term success. So if there's anything I can recommend to newer gyms out there is to stop letting people just casually join your team. Right, it might sound good on paper to get some help covering a class, get some help assisting a class in a larger, larger class that you have right now, but it, it's so much harder to undo a bad hire than it is to just not make that hire in the first place. And you're better off having a very clear expectation from the beginning and, and you having a very clear decision that is made to either have this person on your team or not have this person on your team. And many times what we do as new gym owners is we kind of let this person leak slowly and slowly onto our team and we never actually made the decision to hire them. They just one day all of a sudden ended up as a part of our team. And then once they start to underperform, we realize that some of our core values didn't line up. It's very hard to undo those things, especially when those things are, are more subtle and they're not as glaring as as some of the obvious issues that might cause you to easily be able to fire someone. Okay, so I wanted to cover our hiring process from start to finish, but I wanted to kick it off with that theory. Um, We want to be thinking about hiring slow and firing fast. I can tell you from personal experience, like I said, in the past, we tended to hire fast and fire slow. Right now, we tend to hire slow and fire slow. We tend to do both of those slow and take our time with that because we don't want to, one, at the front end, it's definitely smart to hire slow, and then on the back end, we don't want to ruin any relationships that we have with coaches or people in our community that we feel like are worth salvaging and saving, okay? So I wanted to go through our process and show you guys some of the checkpoints that we use when hiring, and we've hired recently local coaches. We've also hired people from across the country. So we have a decent amount of experience with this. This process is certainly not perfect, but it it definitely has been refined over the course of a couple different hires and it's allowed us to bring on some really, really good people. So first things first is you wanna start by casting a wide net, okay? Like I said, we wanna be intentional about when we're hiring and who we're looking for as potential hires. If we just wait for the next member to walk up to us and say they're interested in a job, then we're usually just comparing one person versus no one or maybe one other candidate. And what we wanna do is start by casting a wide net so we can really see what's out there and what we can potentially bring on board to our team. So that could mean sending out internal emails to your your members and your email lists. It could be posting to your social media groups, um, both internally inside the gym, as well as groups like the CrossFit Affiliate Owners Facebook group or any other relevant coaches or gym owner groups that you're a part of. Um, you can do facebook ads which we've done and had a little bit of success with and then barbell jobs has been really successful with us uh, of posting a listing on there and seeing what comes in from that okay and with that initial hiring post it's really key that you put as much detail and thought into that that little bit of work that you put into this thing up front is going to make a huge difference with the candidates that you get so in our post, and I can send you guys a link to this, I'll have it in the blog post of this uh, podcast, it explains our story, our core values, what we're looking for, kind of our history as a gym. And if you want great people, you have to be able to represent represent yourself as a great gym. right? No one who's looking from across the country or even in the next town over, if they haven't been in your gym physically, no one knows what's going on within your four walls you might know how great you are but they don't so no one really cares like what you're looking for and and how high of an expectation of you have as a coach right you could be saying that yeah i'm looking for level three coaches they need to have certain amount of experience and that's all great like that's gonna if someone is a level three coach they're going to kind of respect that you're looking for level three coaches but at the same time they're not going to be more drawn to your listing over any other unless you show them what you're about, what you care about, what your values are, and what are the things that you've accomplished inside your gym, right? So have that detailed post. And then I always recommend at the bottom of that hiring post, have a very clear instruction for what you want them to do next. Do you want them to email you with their resume? Do you want them to email you and to explain briefly why they really want to be a part of your facility in particular? And it's really important that you put specific directions in there because this is your first test. This is your first test to see is is this person, can they pay attention to details? Can they follow directions and do they actually care about you and your facility? or are they just sending a copy and pasted job posting or job um, inquiry to a ton of other gyms out there, okay? so from that first posting you should get an email or an inquiry based on that position and this is our first checkpoint to distinguish who's serious and who's not right has this person done their research are they overly focused on their own credentials at the expense of being able to talk about things like why they coach what they value in a gym what drew them to your gym in particular right is this a copy and pasted response doesn't matter how good and detailed and, and how many credentials they have, if you can read it and you can imagine them copy and pasting that exact same response to 10 other gyms, that person's probably not a good fit for your gym. They haven't put in the time and the effort. It's not that hard to have a copy and pasted email and then to spend 60 seconds editing it and putting in some personal touches to you and your gym, right? so. Is this person overly focused on themselves or are they focused on your needs as a gym and a business owner and what they can bring to the table to help those things out? Okay, so based on that first email, you can start to weed out a lot of different people and you can respond to everybody, but for some people, it's gonna be a simple response of, hey, I don't think this is the right fit, even though that person might be well credentialed. After that, the next thing that we do is have a good initial first conversation with this person over the phone, right? And this can be just a general conversation, but it's all about getting to know them, getting to know them personally, what drives them. Um, I like to find out about their, how they fell in love with CrossFit, what drew them to CrossFit, how long they've been doing CrossFit, what's their current coaching experience like, if they have any, and, and what do they love most about coaching? Who do they, what type of clients do they like working with? Um, and then I want to know what attracted them to our gym in particular, what attracted them to CrossFit Palm Beach and made them want to apply here. Um, do I, and, and you don't necessarily have to ask this outright, but try to get a feel for, is this their top, uh, are you their top candidate? Are you the top gym that they want to be a part of, or are you just one of many options that they have? And usually this is a 45 to 60 minute conversation. Usually anytime they bring something up, you can ask a lot of follow-up questions to dive deeper into their personal life or professional experience. Um, But this is a good chance to kind of get to know them on a general level. And then after that first conversation, something that we do that I don't think a lot of other gyms do that I really, really love is we send over two documents, okay? So after we close that call, I, I let the person know that we're gonna be sending over two documents. And those two documents are a why-do-you-coach document and an interest inventory document, okay? So the why-do-you-coach is a chance for that person to get a little introspective and figure out why they want to be a career coach. What is it that drives them to be a coach? Um, What are the things that they value? Who have they gotten those values from? And can they see themselves coaching for the next 5, 10, 15, 20 years or more? And this is something that we've had coaches who didn't join our staff, but got so much value out of filling out this document that they actually were able to change directions and either secure a better job closer to them or actually move in a different direction altogether. So this is a really cool document, not just from a coaching perspective and joining your team, but being able to see um, for that individual where they want to go with their life. The second document we call the interest inventory document and basically that is an Excel sheet with all the different categories that make up a CrossFit business. So things like coaching classes, personal training, nutrition coaching, front desk, social media, sales, marketing, cleaning, all these different categories that are roles within the business. We have that potential employee fill that out from one to five, they rate each category from one to five from least passionate about that thing to most passionate about that thing. And the thing that I always remind these potential coaches is that when you're filling out this type of document, don't fill it out based on your current skill set. base it on your current passion and what your desires are. So a good example with that would be like nutrition coaching. A lot of the people we talk to, potential coaches, They don't have the current nutrition credentials or any type of certifications, they're not dietitians. They don't have anything today that would allow them to be a really great nutrition coach. But we have plenty of people that are super passionate about nutrition. Whenever they have a spare moment, they're learning about nutrition, listening to podcasts, reading books, and they are very, very passionate about it. So with that person, I always encourage them to rate it as a five, rate it as super passionate, even though you might not feel ready to coach it today that's something we can discuss on the back end but i want to know what are the things that are going to really drive you and motivate you to make this a career five, 10 years from now okay and that starts with the things you're passionate about from there we'll do once i get those documents and and usually based on the the timeliness and the amount of thought that goes into those documents you can tell how serious someone is But after that, we'll go into one to two more phone conversations or Skype calls, and we'll dive deeper into core values. We'll dive deeper into their financial needs and and sort of our pay structure. We talk about how urgent the position is for them. Are they looking to move two weeks from now, or are they willing to do it three months from now? And what are our needs as well? So both the urgency on on both um, parties. And then we start to talk in terms of what things would look like if they were actually a part of our staff. So even though no one's really committed to anything, we start to talk in a way as if this person is already on board. So we can start to imagine what it would be like, both parties can imagine what it would be like to kind of be on that team together. And one of the things that you're gonna hear a lot when people talk about hiring is you should hire great people first and then train them to be coaches second right if someone has a really good personality they value the right things then the technical side of coaching is a lot easier to teach if they have those things in place so for us that means hiring based on our core values Um, at some point i'll probably do an entire episode on our core values and kind of break them down just so you guys can get an idea if you haven't set core values for yourself um, how we've done them and, and maybe even steal some of ours but some of the big ones that we focus on in that hiring process is someone who's a team player, someone who's willing to put their the team's needs over the individual needs. Um, it's really helpful if you get someone who comes from a team sports background. A growth mindset is another one of our values. So we're constantly looking for new coaches that are hungry to learn and grow. So I'll be asking them about what podcasts do they, do they listen to or have they listened to? What books do they read? And are, are there overlapping interests that we can start to jam on right off the bat? Um, and then finally, it's, it's that family feel. We're a family-run gym. And is this someone that I want to spend every day with for the next 10 years? So it's really important to start to kind of be in touch with how do you feel when you're talking to this person, when you're around this person? Is this someone that you enjoy spending time with and you could see yourself spending time with every day for the next 10 years, okay? From there, we want to meet this person in person if we haven't already, and we want to start to get them um, being a part of our gym community, right? So if this person is local, what we're gonna have them do is to come to as many classes as possible, and this can start right from that first or second conversation where we want them to just be in our classes and be a part of the gym as much as they possibly can. And we'll usually tell these coaches like, we won't charge you for any classes, just come. Just come, be a part of the class, have a great time, hang out before, hang out after, meet the members, meet our coaches, and eventually over time, if all things are going well, this person will probably start to assist some classes while still in that hiring process. If they're not local and they're gonna be coming in for a, just a designated period of time, we're usually gonna have them come in for a weekend. Uh, we'll try to have them come stay with me and my family, so that way we get a chance to spend even more time with them. And then we will also kind of have that same approach of take a bunch of classes, hang out with us and our staff, and then before they leave for the end of that trip, we're gonna have them assist or lead at least one class so we can get to see a little bit of their coaching style, right? We're, we're primarily hiring based on the person, but you can learn more about the person and you also wanna see a little bit of that coaching style. So it's important to see them coach just a little bit. Right? From there, that's kinda of that like final checkpoint. And then to just kinda of reassure everything that we've been seeing, that's when I will then go to our current staff, my brother, and I will double check all those boxes that I think have been fit for me. right? So I'll ask our team, do they fit our core values? Is this someone that you can see being a part of our team? What concerns do you have about this person if we were to bring the, them on board, right? And if all that checks out, then we'll hire that coach. And then I wanna give you guys a little bit of kind of the on-ramp process of how that person would kind of move into a full-time role over their first couple of months. So once that coach is a part of our team, the first thing you're gonna do is go through our Rockstar Coaching course, the same one that I have available to all owners and coaches online right now for sale. So that's an eight week course, they go through it week by week, and every week they check in with me on those assignments and we discuss them. Now the other stuff, the coaching side and the pay side kinda depends on whether this person is what we consider like an experienced coach versus an inexperienced coach. So for us, like an inex- an experienced coach would be someone who can step into a full time position in the first four to six weeks or so that they're on staff and we see them within that first month, month and a half coaching both CrossFit and BeachFit classes. So that's an experienced coach for us, right? That's probably someone who's been coaching at least a year. They have definitely for sure have a level one, possibly have a level two and some specialty certifications. and they're gonna start by coaching a ton of classes right off the bat, but just in more of an assistant role. All right, so they uh, might coach eight to 10 hours in an assistant role in both CrossFit and BeachFit in those first couple weeks. Then in weeks three and four, we might just start to give them the reins on some of those classes. So they're coaching them by themselves. And then in weeks five and six, we're gonna to start to not only give them their class classes to themselves, but start to work them to the load that we want to get to. So we always, when we're bringing someone from like across the country or moving towns, we try to give them a little bit of a salary and a little bit of cushion to start. We never want that person like really struggling financially. So if we want that person to eventually be coaching, let's say 18 class hours a week, we're going to start paying them for 18 class hours a week right off the bat we generally pay between $25 and $30 an hour. So you can do 25 times 18, that's gonna be their weekly salary that they're gonna get no matter what. So even as they're assisting only 10 classes the first week, they're still making 18 times 25 a week. And then that's really good because it gives them the cushion up front, and it incentivizes us to kind of expedite their development process so we can get them earning their pay and doing the full 18 class hours a week that we we're paying them for. So generally by week five or six with an experienced coach, that's where we're getting them to that full class load. If a person's inexperienced, then we're likely looking at about four to six months for that person to work up to a full-time position. And that's gonna vary uh, greatly based on, you know, the experience this person has, cause they probably have a little bit of experience. And also how hard is this person working? How invested are they in the business in our community? So we try to have this person start on the beach fit side. And that's one of the great things about having a bootcamp style class or for us beach fit is that it's a little bit easier for a newer coach to get their feet wet and, and develop their style in beach fit before moving on to CrossFit. Okay. So we'll usually have this person start in beach fit and then we'll try to also have them take on some kind of duty outside of coaching where they can be a part of our community and our team more without having to be in front of the class, leading a class. So this could be thing like, things like cleaning duties, front desk duties. Front desk is awesome because they learn names, they learn some of our processes, they get to do some sales, and they, be, they can become so much of a better coach faster by starting in a front desk role. And we've had several coaches that have taken that path to coaching by starting with front desk. So that person will Um, Start with BeachFit. They'll start by shadowing and assisting. They'll eventually take on their own BeachFit classes, and then they'll go back to kind of square one with CrossFit where they'll start assisting on the CrossFit side and eventually start to take on their own CrossFit classes. So by the end of four to six months, this inexperienced coach could potentially be up at that full-time level where they're coaching both BeachFit and CrossFit classes about 18 to 20 hours a week. So that is our full start to finish hiring process, including how we on-ramp people in our team. I hope this gives you guys a little bit more of an idea of how you can maybe improve your own and how to attack it. And again, if you're one of those newer gyms, I highly recommend having some sort of formal process in place, it does not have to be this detailed, but you don't wanna get caught in a spot where you're just gradually allowing people to, to be on your team and you've never made that clear decision of whether this is a person that you want on your team or not.